Value Town is a production of ChamMV TV. Find out all show information and details at ChamMV.tv. Value Town is directly supported by listeners like yourself via patreon.com slash valuetown. What's up, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 144 of Value Town. I'm Jamie MV, and we've got a packed house today. Even some some of the folks aren't even on the camera right now because we've got Potcher <laughs> on, on audio. But uh, we've got Jackie and Allie, of course, joining us. What's up, guys? What's up? Hello. Hello. Yeah. You guys back? I feel like I see you guys like like all the time now, like in person <laughs> since we, we've seen each other at TwitchCon and now BlizzCon. Yeah, I kept bumping into you like five or six times. Well. <laughs> I yeah. know, I know, right? Like, oh, Chanma, hey. Hey, what's up? <laughs> I know. But no, it's definitely great getting a chance to see you guys. And, um, you know, kind of back to normal, back at home, but it's all good. We've got two guests today, though, guys. We've got uh, Joe here. Look, it's Joe uh, from the Vicious Syndicate. Actually, the president of Vicious Syndicate, just as the official title. How's it going, Joe? Hey, how's it going, everyone? Thanks for having me. Yeah, you, you, Good you, to have you. You got you're like actually in an office. You're an actual adult. You're the only adult here that's actually in an office. <laughs> it's, it's actually strategic. It's strategic. <laughs> Don't feel too bad. Okay. Okay. And then lastly, Patra, who um, is just joining us on audio just because I don't have a five-man overlay, unfortunately. But we definitely <laughs> wanted her on this episode to talk about BlizzCon. Welcome, Patra. Hey guys, I'm the voice in all your heads. <laughs> well, you know, I don't know if everybody knows this, especially the folks watching on Twitch, but we have equal or more listeners on audio than we do video. So it, this is just normal for them, Patra. So it's all oh, good. Okay. It's all good. Oh, easy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, I figured this episode, guys, what we have planned, a little bit different than normal where we have all our segments and stuff. We're just going to talk about BlizzCon because there was just so much to talk about at BlizzCon. We were all there, too. So, um, you know, I figured we'd just do an entire episode on BlizzCon. Uh, and that includes cards, that includes announcements, and the Invitational, and um, Tavern Trivia, and just anything even non-Hearthstone related. Um, but yeah, so overall, guys, um, actually... What number BlizzCon was this for everybody? One. One. Oh, well, yeah. Wow. Seven for Seven. me. Whoa. Wow. He's the, he's the actual veteran here, even more <laughs> than me. Patra, how about you? It was my first, and I won it. Yeah. I know. <laughs> oh, my God. Unbelievable first one, right? Yeah. So, um, okay, we got three first-timers. Uh, I don't know about you, Joe, but... The first time is still my favorite one of all time. Yeah, like the awe and the amazement yeah. for your first time, it's crazy. So yeah. yeah, definitely. First time, nothing beats it. Yeah, I think my How did this one compare to all the other seven or the other six? Oh, it changes so much each year. It's hard to compare. Like back when I came at 2010, um, obviously there was like no esports. I think the only esport was StarCraft. Mm -hmm. uh, so like the focus has changed tremendously and of course back then it was just the three games warcraft starcraft mm -hmm. and diablo yeah. um you know hearthstone and overwatch are, and heroes of the storm are relatively new so that's pretty crazy mm -hmm. yeah i think my but it's gotten better and better right 
Yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think my first one was 12. Uh, 2012, and that was that was just before WCS too, you know, for StarCraft. So no, 12 was the year there wasn't one. So it had oh, to be either 11. 13 11. or 11. Yeah, it yeah. was 11. Sorry, yeah. God, <laughs> no better than I do. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah. know they skipped that one yeah. year there. So oh, that weird. was like, yeah, lame that they skipped it. Um, yeah, for me, it was it was my second favorite to my first one. This one. Oh wow. Yeah, it it was. Uh, I was saying that to a lot of people. Actually, a lot of people were saying the exact same thing to me, too, was that this one oh. felt like an old BlizzCon with uh, just the the kind of epicness of something like the esports, like whether, if you got a chance to watch Overwatch a little bit. And then just a lot of people were there. Like, I got a chance to see a ton of people where um, in previous years, I felt like there were a lot of people I just didn't know. It kind of felt a little bit like a TwitchCon versus a, a BlizzCon. So um, yeah, it was a lot. It was really really fun. You, I'm sure you guys got a chance to hang out with a ton of people, right? Like, yeah, I, I would imagine that your experience, the, the goodness, is based upon how many connections you make, mm -hmm. with, you know, friends. Like, if yeah. you know more people there, you're probably gonna have a better time, you know. And it yeah. seemed like there was a lot of people, particularly in the Hearthstone scene, um, there this year. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not surprised that you really enjoyed this one. Yeah, it's definitely a lot of fun. Um, you know, one of the big things that we had at BlizzCon was, uh, you know, Hearthstone related was the Invitational, that uh, that replaced you know HCT as the um, cornerstone of I guess the event or whatever for BlizzCon. So you guys, or at least three of you guys, participated in it, which was uh, pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, uh, Patrick, it's a lot of fun. on the winning team too, so you definitely got a chance to have the full glory out out of it. Um, but what do you think of the event overall, guys? Because you, you know you guys have been. Um, I was actually Invitational only happened at, at BlizzCon. So overall, like, how, how do you think it was uh, um, organized and the format? I thought it, was, uh, it went really well. Oh, yeah. I, there was. I heard there was like a lot of people watching compared to like mm -hmm. the uh, Hearthstone Championship tours. Really. Apparently, but Sweet. I, I couldn't. I couldn't pull up my phone and watch because yeah, I'm no, part of it. <laughs> That's good. I mean, I I don't know exactly what the viewership was too, but I mean, if it was better than HCT, then that's saying a lot. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not sure that's a good thing or not in terms of HCT, but I feel like it just related to the audience a lot more with uh, having wild and the excavated treasures, just yeah. a new random, like uh, random decks. It just made it more fun to watch seeing old cards come into play. Mm -hmm. And it, it made the crowd go crazy in certain things. Like when we had three Reno Jacksons, that's oh a crazy game. Oh, yeah. You don't get games like that. that. What? You had three Reno Jacksons in the game? And they we still, still lost win. What? Yeah, yeah we did. <laughs> Paladin too strong. It's <laughs> too strong. Okay. Uh, what, what format was that? You had three of them. Uh, excavated treasures. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, right, right. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, we were playing, we were playing the, the priest and they had the... Paladin, right, the Chill Blade right. Crusaders. Joe, did, were you in the the audience watching all these matches? Yeah, yeah. I think I think why the viewership was really up on that was mm -hmm. that it was fresh and new, mm -hmm. and it was less serious. So you know, the more casual player could really relate more than to feel like, oh, you know, they're doing such high level things that I don't really know what's going on. Mm -hmm. um, so hopefully, we'll get more of that because it was really interesting. And what what fascinated me the most was really when you guys were on stage, kind of like eyeballing each other, yeah. um, you know, trying to read. <laughs> I mean, it really does bring a, a, a another level of like competition in there, right? When yeah. you're like not necessarily lip reading, but if you can read lips, that's definitely something you could do. But also just 
you know, seeing whether they're happy or worried mm-hmm. or you can kind of read their emotion and it just adds another la- layer of uh, fun and excitement, especially from the spectator point of view. Yeah. Another giveaway was when the crowd would go, Ooh, and like, <laughs> yeah. you hear that. And it's so like, the oh, other crap. day is just thinking, <laughs> wow, they got something really good, but we don't yeah. know what it is. Ugh. You know, if you don't know their decks, that's actually not that bad of a thing, you know, like in terms of the, you know, integrity of the game, right? Like, it, it's one thing when you know their decks and, oh, if somebody drew it, it's like, right. oh, I know what it is. Like, you know, it's Raza or something like that, right? Absolutely. But when you don't, it's like, yeah, it's not a big deal and it's it adds excitement to the whole atmosphere. That's really, really cool. Um, yeah, t- to- like, Toast in particular, like, we had some fun kind of, I don't know if BM's the right word, but kind of, like, making faces <laughs> at the opposing team, like, you got it, bro. Like, you got the shadow ripping. Yeah, so, um, no, I, I think it was really, really fun. And I think a lot of people felt connected to the players um, participating. They did a lot of um, little mini series on us. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that added to, you know, the success of the event. Um, I, I really enjoyed being a part of it. And I think, I mean, I've, I've only received really good feedback. They're like, oh, I loved watching the Invitational. So I think the overall um, gist is like very, very positive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is yeah, something, oh, oh, Pacho, I was just going to say, this is something that okay. they, they promised in the beginning of the year. You know, like they were saying, okay, we're going to have, you know, global games and we're going to have obviously this new HTT structure. And then we're going to have like these fun events. And we, you know, we didn't have a fun event until the very end. But you know, the invitational, I think, was that thing that they were promising in the beginning. So I think this is going to be a regular thing, wh- whether it's at BlizzCon or or not. But this kind of invitational, challenge stony kind of format is going to be pretty cool. Playing so, on the. I was going to say. Okay, Hachi, go going to say something? Oh yeah, um, they had a couple of firsts, so. This is the first time Hearthstone had team communications, right? On Play Hearthstone. Because we've seen com- team comms in Trinity series, but yeah. we haven't seen it on, you know, twitch.tv slash Play Hearthstone before. Hmm. So that was fun to watch. And we had um, the MLG crew sort of recording our day-to-day um, stuff. And it felt like a, like a reality TV show almost. So we <laughs> yeah. had a, a few videos on that. That's pretty cool. It's like giving um, the viewers like what it was like backstage and what was going on every day. Oh, I didn't. I didn't the, actually yeah. know that there was um, you know footage of you guys while you were there because I I didn't quite catch oh, all, yeah. all the virtual ticket stuff. I saw yeah, the B rolls. Really... I, I saw the B rolls of y'all's you know introduction. You know, just kind of like where they went to y'all's homes and stuff. But um, that's cool that there was all that footage in the back or the behind the scenes footage. Anything funny happened uh, on it? <laughs> Any kind of embarrassing uh, things or anything? In in the video specifically yeah, or just the behind the scenes? Um, behind the scenes. I can't think of anything too weird that <laughs> happened. Like, no, no, shut the camera off. Shut the camera off type of thing. <laughs> We're like you're eating no, like some giant. Yeah, you're eating some kind of giant. They would never put anything like that on. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they they just followed us doing pretty casual things like going to the beach or like going for a walk and then kind of what we do at our homes and stuff. But yeah. uh, it was pretty good because it was really kind of like involved. Like it wasn't just a, like a like a one day event. It was like like we had to be there for like three or four days doing like rehearsals. We had to wear makeup, which was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a lot of stage know. things. Yeah. 
And it was it was really good. Like I'd never met a lot of the people there either. Like my teammates Crip and Firebat. I'd never met. Well, I met Firebat TwitchCon, but I'd never met Crip before. Yep. And it's, it was just really good to get to know all the other players as well. And like Crip's a really nice guy and spoke to Super a lot of the nice. other new, Super yeah, nice. all the other Hearthstone guys. It was a really good kind of like community feel, I think. Yeah. Playing on a touch. Jackie in. <laughs> that was the best bit, right? <laughs> it was kind of random, but I wanted to say playing on that giant touch screen was really nerve wracking though because i was so afraid i was going yeah. to miss misclick like you know you wanted to drag like all the way around dominion just so you didn't accidentally drop it so kind of random but it was just another aspect of the tournament that was definitely different for us you think that the big one would be better than say like the phone <laughs> but i guess everybody's more used to the phone these days so when you're given like a giant screen it's like whoa Okay. Yeah. yeah I mean, more the, paranoid. the fingers is like a little finger movement, right? But the yeah. screen is like you have to move like your whole body and like arm. Yeah, and yeah. Like, it's longer than actually using a mouse. That's yeah. funny. Totally funny. Okay. It's well, funny watching too from the spectator, seeing the focus of them moving the yeah. the <laughs> thing across the screen. Good stuff. Fortunately, I don't think we had too many like uh, Kazakis crazy machine gun t turns in the in the tournament so that, right. was, that was good yeah I, I nearly roped one to one game in my in my first game and i was like i was like really worried i was gonna like misplay in like my first game and it was gonna hate me but i just did it in time so it was right. <laughs> nice that's cool yeah but you know part of me you know uh, thinks that these type of events are um you know are, are definitely a lot of fun and um maybe should be an exhibition but part of me is like you know playing hearthstone has a lot to do with just general um understanding of the of the game overall right and you know we always talk about standard and then we talk about arena and differences like that but you know this is like another level like when you're having to build the decks on the fly i mean you literally have different formats per round not just like per even per event uh yeah i don't know there's something about that that i, I feel like is a measurement too as to how you know potentially good of a hearthstone player you are um you know given that you guys are all invited you know versus um you know, having some kind of open thing, but I do like to see formats like this. You know, where where you guys are, are put to the test, and then you know we see how people measure up, right? Yeah, it's easy to kind of get used to. Like if you play standard over and over, you just you learn the matchups so easily, and it kind of becomes like this repetitive thing. But yeah, when you're thrown into a format that's not what you're used to, then it can showcase. You know. Um, true skill of a player or something or how, how adaptive you can be and how adaptive yeah, yeah that's yeah. a good way to put it it's definitely fun so potter are you winning so uh yeah how'd you feel <laughs> how'd you feel playing with Rainad and uh Kranich? <laughs> i get asked this question a lot actually because so, when you look at Rainad, Kranich, and i i everyone actually thought hey this looks like they're the weakest team i don't know why but not a lot of people want to root for rain at rain's good he's, <laughs> <laughs> he's good at these type of things like for sure yeah, yeah. actually so he's really good you know he surprised me because he was really into it and mm -hmm. kranich sort of was told last minute that he was going to play with you know grime street grifters we were supposed to have ties oh right mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. yeah and then well Tice went to twitchcon and when he flew back home he actually um, came down with like food poisoning, and then so he he contacted Blizzard and told them I can't go, and so they got Kranich sort of like last minute, and then even I um, apparently like there was probably something going on with Kranich, like they had Orange as a backup, 
which Orange ended up doing the trivia, right? Yeah, he was so, the yeah. trivia. Yep. So Kranich couldn't really contribute much um, because especially with also the time zone and he had things lined up right before um, the invitational. So it was mainly Raynad and I doing all the prep work. And um, that's that's kind of why in the trailer you see Raynad saying, if this was a class project, Patra and I are more of the, uh, you know, oh, sort nice. of like the, I don't know, what did he call us? Sort of um, teacher, group teacher's leaders? pets? Yeah, or, yeah, 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 and then yeah. Kranich is just riding along trying to get the A. <laughs> trying to get the A. That's, awesome. that's what he meant. That's oh, what he meant because we did funny. a lot of the prep work. But Kranich doesn't need practice, guys. No, he, he doesn't. He basically won six games in a row. And at the end, I was like, you know what? That made up for everything. And we all put in good work. <laughs> As a team, we all did our part. <laughs> Raynad was uh, more of the leader. Yeah, I mean, he runs his own business. He <laughs> he took charge, and Kranich was just like a, an amazing competitive player. He's been to that was his third time at BlizzCon. Uh, everyone knows that probably. Mm-hmm. And then me, I was just more of like um, the reminder, just telling everyone we have this amount of damage. Uh, they it's turn five. They're gonna play this card. Turn ten, you know, UI. Right. And. It just and I was like more of the safe player, and I guess that's sometimes good to have. So it was just like a well balanced team. Cool. Worked out. Nice. Yeah, that sounds sounds great. Yeah, I think a lot of people have like a real like I don't know weird perception of Ray sometimes because like <laughs> he likes these odd. things. He likes these events, and like he does get competitive in a lot of these events, um, and likes it. He just doesn't have time to do it. I, I think Ray would actually be a professional Hearthstone player. If he had a time, if he actually had time to do it, but didn't um, he? Oh, go ahead. Didn't didn't he wear the uh, the medal the to the to the Twitch after party? Did he, he like really? wore he wore the, the BlizzCon championship yeah. medal to the parties afterward? Like I won, guys. Was so he I, I didn't even see him there. I didn't. Oh, he actually came yeah. to the Twitch party. Okay. Yeah, awesome. so I think he was proud. That. That's awesome. He told me it was a misplay for not wearing my medal, and I said, "Isn't that a bit uh?" Like, I don't want to brag. <laughs> and so he gave me his medal, and I wore it for a while. And actually, a few guys came up to me like, hey, y- you won something? No, no, <laughs> wow. Nice. It actually works. Yeah, it there totally works. Nice. <laughs> you, can pick up, you can pick up people with a medal. Pick up people. <laughs> wow. It's like a dog. It's like a, gu- a guys with their dogs, right? <laughs> Girls with their medals. That's like the equivalent to it. That's awesome. Um, so another thing that we ended up doing at BlizzCon was, um, the tavern trivia thing that I, I did with, uh, I think Ben hosted, it was like a family feud where Ben hosted it and it was, um, we had a random, two random people from the audience were team captaining it and we had Hafu, Toast, and Orange on one team and then Day9, Trump, and, uh, Savitz on, on one side. So uh, that ended up going really, uh, it went pretty well. Like it, there are a lot of funny answers and Ben is just like an amazing host. Like I, yeah. sometimes I wonder like, why are you, why are you even a designer? Like you should totally be, be, you know, talent. Full, full talent all the time. crazy good. Yeah. He, he could make anything good. So um, yeah, it was, it was a blast. It was, it was a lot of fun. The audience, it was packed too. So it was um it ended up working out well since it was like i think it was the last thing before muse so um people were everybody that that was in the dark moon fair was you know able to catch it and things like that so you know thanks to blizzard for you know allowing us to do that that was really cool i did a streamer showdown overwatch right before that too so it was kind of back to back yeah um 
Lots of big announcements too. Uh, I, you know, obviously in the keynote, the keynote was cool. What'd you guys think of that? So, um, those of you first timers, normally that's not how the keynote goes. It, normally all of the, the presentations are on the, the mythic stage, but this year, oh. yeah, this year they split it up, right? So they did the Hearthstone one on Hearthstone. They did the Overwatch one on the Overwatch arena and they kind of split it up. So, um, I asked you first, Joe, since, you know, you're, you're one of the ones that are a longtime veteran. What'd you think of this keynote? type of format versus the previous ones i actually really liked it it kind of lets you if you're focused on one game kind of being that area and you can see you know the developer or the person that you're most familiar with um because uh, that that main stage it's over there in hall i think d or whatever mm -hmm. it 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 gets pretty crowded and if you're not there early enough to really get a good seat um it's not you know it's not as fun to watch but when you divide it up into different stages you know you still get to see someone live and obviously depending on which stage you chose to go to you probably get to see the person that you really want to see live so mm -hmm. i really liked it and i think it was really smart logistically yeah i i totally agree too because um like like you said the the mythic stage only has a certain amount of seats and i mean unless you're in that giant like 2000 person line that's going in the first day you're not going to get a seat in that mythic stage uh and so you normally I, I would be watching it anyways like the times i didn't make the mythic stage i'll just be watching it from you know the world of warcraft stage or or the starcraft stage or whatever anyways so yeah it's kind of nice that you actually get to see a piece of it live even doing something similar um i thought ben i thought the hearthstone what do you guys think of the hearthstone presentation Really good. Yeah, it wasn't it? Really, like when they were doing the, uh, yeah, it was like yeah. something like certain death and yeah. the crowd was like, death, death, death. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course they went death. Exactly. Uh, and then the fire, the one that's just like complete tunnel of fire. They're like, fire. Yeah, that was, that was great. Hearthstone um, players love choices. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That's right. Discover which one. Yeah. Um, exactly. You know, I, th I thought that was really, really cool that what they did there. And then, um, just the trailers. I mean, could they, gosh, yeah. could Blizzard just, could they just like double their animation team and just make a, right? a net, like a Disney series or Netflix series or whatever? Because holy crap, those three were amazing. Which guys, there, it was the right. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Um, have you ever seen Ben Brode not wear flannel? No. Uh, <laughs> I've had this conversation with him. He literally doesn't have a shirt that does, that's not flannel. <laughs> really? Wow. Yeah, I'm not even joking. Yeah. I think on Twitter he actually showed like a picture of his closet and it's literally just it's like all flannels. Yeah. All flannels. Or or plaid or you know, whatever the that design is. Yeah. It's not just like these thick flannels. <laughs> That'd be kinda <laughs> weird in the summer. But um but Ali, you were saying yeah, about no, the animations? Yeah, I mean I just thought the animations were insane. Like which ones are you talking about? Obviously the Reinhardt Oh, was, was so amazing. So um, I obviously died for the Heroes of the Storm um, <laughs> animation with Hanzo <laughs> and Alex Straza. Just about lost myself there because I thought it was so cool. Yeah. Um, and Ooh, then what was the... The World of Warcraft one with Sylvanas. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Anduin, that was awesome, too. So I would pay for a Blizzard show. Like if you if they can make that content, those animations, I would pay for that. Like seriously, <laughs> they are absolutely incredible. I would pay yeah, a lot for I, that. <laughs> yeah, I would yeah. Pay a lot. Huh. Yeah, I've never played World of Warcraft before, but the trailer was so good it makes me want to play it. I, I know, same. <laughs> I don't know how to play WoW, but I mean, like, I'm, I'm inspired to because of how good it looked. 
You know what's crazy is that they, they spent like tens of, I don't even know how many millions, like maybe a hundred million on that Warcraft movie. And it's like, dude, spend that money on like, I'll take like 90 minutes of what I saw for World of Warcraft at, at uh, BlizzCon over the Warcraft movie we saw. I totally agree yeah. with you there. So one day. I didn't get day, to watch the movie. Oh, you didn't have, you didn't watch the movie yet, Pater? Yeah, Pater? No, is it good? It's... Oh, man, it's not. It's not bad. I mean, like, <laughs> it's enjoyable. It's, yeah, it's 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 enjoyable, but it's I, enjoyable. It, it's better than I thought it would be. Let's put you that way. But but um, it's like half CGI, half real people. So it's it's got a little bit of that that sense of it. All the orcs are CGI. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's about like the very first story. It's like the very beginning of the Warcraft, you know, um, story. So. It was maybe even before Warcraft One. You know, if you watched all the cuts and the storyline from the actual game, it, it's but it's around that time frame. Um, so I mean, hopefully they make some more. You know, I definitely would. I wouldn't even. I'm not even necessarily needing a movie. I just like you know. I don't know. I'll take a six episode series, and I'd be pretty happy. Mm-hmm. I think um, that'd be pretty yeah. awesome. Uh, yeah, TV oh. shows are definitely stepping it up these days. Oh God, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're better than movies. <laughs> Yeah, they're twelve-hour movies, basically, which is awesome. Um, True. Okay, well, why don't we jump into some of the hard? Oh, go ahead, Ali. One last point. I was just gonna say one. Did anyone else have the thought when they had the new Blizzard uh, World map for oh, Overwatch? Overwatch? Yeah. Did, did anyone else like really feel the need, like they absolutely need to make that a real life thing someday? Yeah, because, they, like, yeah. dude, <laughs> I thought they were. I thought they were announcing the real same, thing. I was same. like, I did too. what wow. is about to happen here? Yeah. Like, Holy crap. No, and then, then they were like, no, it's just an Overwatch map. It's like, oh, man, that would have uh, been I feel like ridiculous. it's a weird Overwatch map. Like, it is. It, it is strange. It should, be, it should be in Heroes of the Storm because they tie all their stuff into Heroes of the Storm. Mm-hmm. With Overwatch, it's like a new game. And so I felt like the map is a bit, It's a cool map. Don't get me wrong. But I just felt like it's kind of out of place there. But yeah, maybe it's um, foreshadowing of them, you know, building yeah. an actual place like that. Well, it's, it's kind of funny because maybe the, someday the the way they led into it too was just like this is like in the Overwatch world, but Overwatch obviously is not in itself. So you know, the the theme park only has StarCraft two and Warcraft and and Diablo, right? <laughs> so it's kind of funny how they told that, but. I agree. Like I thought, I thought conceptually, it's it's kind of cool because you can get some, you know, kind of cross promotional Easter egg stuff into Overwatch, and we've had zero of that. Like there hasn't been a single thing from any of the other IPs in Overwatch to this day. Um, I thought that part was interesting, but then you know, like you said, it just seems out of place. Like the Overwatch world, I, I just thought of as a different world in itself, even though it it um, does have a lot of similarities to our world. Uh, so seeing that was kind of strange and then if you're going to do that like wouldn't you split up the ips into like three theme parks or three different types of map you know one that's maybe like an an homage to starcraft one's an homage to diablo you know kind of get some legs out of that but they just put it all Mm -hmm. into one so this is kind of like a one-shot deal i think yeah i guess that's true maybe it's a fun map not like one of the main main maps but on the the quick Mm -hmm. play yeah possibly maybe yeah it could be it's it's definitely cool to see though, or at least they had a fun time doing it at least. So <laughs> it's definitely great. Um, yeah. Let's dive into the Hearthstone announcements. You know, this was uh, obviously uh, 
the uh, one of the things that we look forward to going to BlizzCon is just what's going to be announced. Uh, you know, this year I don't think there was anything that was surprising. We knew that uh, a, a new expansion was going to be announced, and uh, the expansion that we found out that they're going to be releasing is Kobolds and Catacombs. Uh, so, Joe, like, were you surprised when they announced this theme, or were you expecting this kind of thing? Yeah, I was actually kind of surprised at the theme. It kind of seems like they had so much to choose from. I was a bit surprised it was this, but all in all, I like it. I just was surprised at the theme. Yeah. I, I kind of thought maybe there was pirates involved or something yeah. like that, right? When they showed Marin, it's like... I would never guess there'd be kobolds, you know, like being <laughs> right. Uh, but Jackie, what do you think, man? Yeah, and it was the name. The names of the invitational teams were like jungle giants, and then basically it was things from previous expansions. And then there was yeah. the pirate one, and so kind of I think a lot of people kind of took the hint that oh, it's going to be pirates. Right. But uh, yeah, so I was surprised as well. But I like a lot of the new stuff I'm seeing. So should be wasn't good. there? A leak. I could just. What did, what did, was there a leak uh, like a couple yeah. of weeks ago or maybe a month ago? Yeah, and I was. think they did say kobolds, right? I'm pretty sure. Something of the sort. Something yeah. about kobolds. Yeah. Something about yeah, mines. So I, you know, like we definitely knew something about mines, right? Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Because of that, I wasn't really surprised because I sort of expected it to be something along those lines. But I'm excited. I mean, let's, yeah. it looks like it's going to be good, hopefully. Yeah, it's, it, it, it's interesting they took the approach of trying to bring um, just the whole dungeon and dungeon crawler experience mm -hmm. to this uh, expansion. Uh, and that kind of leads us to, you know, we'll, we'll get into the cards in just a second, guys, and, and just like more the the flavors and the nuances of the cards. But kind of leads us to the adventure mode this time, which, again, is going to be free when the expansion comes out, which is awesome for everybody. But yeah. boy, they did something completely different here. Really, really different than any of the other uh, uh, adventures that we've ever had. They've created essentially like a dungeon type of experience where they have a new mode. I, I, I kind of just call it a mode, if, for lack of a better word, where um, it's it's very roguelike. If you guys have ever played those type of games where you progressively kind of build up your character or whatever, and, and once you die, like you literally have to start over. Uh, mm -hmm. In this one, you you have eight bosses that you go against one at a time, and each time you b kill a boss, oh, actually, you start with a deck that only has ten cards, and then each time you kill a boss, you you get to loot his body, which is kind of cool with three cards, and you get to choose between three of three sets of them. Uh, so they've kind of created this type of you know dungeon aspect to Hearthstone. So wh what do you guys think of that, uh, Patrick? Any thoughts? Yeah, I was like one of the, you guys didn't get to play it, right? So it was just um, my oh, team. I got to play it. I got. I oh, Jackie, yeah, you're. I did the demo. All right, all right. I first of all, can I just say, instead of dragons, we have kobolds, and instead of dungeons, we have catacombs. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I think. I think of dungeons and dragons. Yeah, that's funny. But, that's cool. Huh. But, I didn't even um, think of that. <laughs> with this tavern, I really like it because um, most people. When we when we hear tavern brawls out, we're like, oh, do I have to make another deck again? Right, right. <laughs> and I don't know what to build. <laughs> right. You know, some of us are kind of lazy, and we just want the pack. But this one <laughs> is a lot more fun because they made the deck for you, but you have a little bit of the customization um, element part where mm -hmm. you have three choices, and you can see, you know, you can pick something. 
And yeah, you just don't have to build the whole thing. And I, I like the whole picking part. And you have to think about it. You're like, okay, the deck looks like this already. What can suit it? And and also like the I think what's the second the choices of the choose a treasure. Yeah, this one right. That here. part yeah. was fun too. Yeah, choose your. So, and like some of them were like ten mana and pyroblast mm-hmm. um, <laughs> minions or your or the opponent or anything on Dude, the that, board. That card is the best card. <laughs> yeah, that is the best card ever. <laughs> I can't wait to play that card. Cast unlimited yeah, fireballs until, yeah. until someone dies. Until one, hero, until one hero dies. Yeah. <laughs> Seems good. We got that option. Yeah, but we were like, oh no, that's too scary. We want to win. We don't want to let uh, yeah, yeah. creep through. <laughs> but no it was it was a lot of fun to do and it was like uh one time we got the option of like two rags and firebang crypt really didn't want to pick it but i really wanted the two rags oh but, my um, god two rags it freaked me out of it. but some of the um spells you get are really insane there's one that's like one mana steal three cards from your opponent's hand and it literally just like takes them like it's not like copy <laughs> yep. it literally yeah. takes three out of the hand and it's yeah. ridiculous it's like all these things that blizzard have said that they would never do they're actually doing in these <laughs> things, which is amazing yeah. and the, the loot by the way i mean there, there's a certain aspect where it's like pre-built guys but there's still a random element to it so you know like the loot that you get i think is randomized right like you don't get the same loot every time you kill it uh, I don't think so. Every time you kill the same boss. Um, and there's also 48 combinations of those eight bosses. So this is the first time, you know, this is the first single player mode that's been replayable. You know, a lot of people have been talking about that. Uh, so I, I like that. I think that's really, really cool. Um, I kind of wish that there was a prize every time you did it at the end instead of just, just yeah. the first time or once you do the nine classes and you get the card back. But yeah, um, it's still fun. I mean, I still think this is a great addition to the game. Yeah, I think it's really good for like free to play players because like arena, obviously you have to play like 150 gold to enter every time. But this you can you can just play right, which I think makes it really good. But um, yeah. the first three bosses were actually like really easy, mm-hmm. and so like yeah. in the invitation on both the teams like kind of won all our games. So I'm hoping that the the later bosses become a lot more challenging. So it's actually like a challenge to meet them all. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Joe, were you able to play it too? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did play it. It was it was pretty fun, and I think it reminds me more of uh, Diablo in like the <laughs> yeah. replayability kind of aspect. I think that's what they were kind of going for, since it's randomized or whatever. Each time you play it, whether you win or not, you know you're not going to have the same experience. You know your bosses are going to be randomized, your options are going to be randomized. So each time you play, it, you're going to have different decks and basically a different experience. So it seems really fun. And for those free-to-play uh, players, you don't need the cards to play it, um, so that's not a that's not yeah, a it's not a barrier at all, right? Yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll get to at least experience the cards that you don't have. I, yeah. I wonder if it's going to be. I want. I think a lot of the success of this has a lot to do with how hard it is. You know, just mm-hmm. like I think, just like any of the adventure modes, right? Um, and you know, there is that. I don't know. It seems to be a pretty simple AI, at least I experienced in the first three bosses. And I know a couple of you guys even mentioned the same thing. I hope the last ones are, are really difficult because, um, you know, having it at a feat to finish this will be something, you know, the community can appreciate. And maybe we can, you know, show our, our decks that actually finished the eight bosses and that can be something, right? If it's actually difficult, it'll be fun to stream too. Yeah, like absolutely. any, yeah, any new awesome. streaming content is fun, right? Mm-hmm. So... 
I'm hoping it gets harder too. Um, definitely be definitely be fun to stream the the power blast until someone dies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And when it kills you, it's like, oh, I mean, this is this is literally <laughs> hardcore because if it kills you, to start all over again, which is brutal, totally brutal. That's the ultimate. Some of the bosses clip. repeat, right? Um, do, do, even within the eight, would they repeat? Really? Yeah, I think, think we got so. the same. Oh, did you? Oh, I never twice. got the. I never yeah. got the oh, same really? boss. Wow. Okay. I don't think you're supposed to, but I think yeah. On the panel, they did mention it gets harder, and they said there was that one boss that's like way more difficult than all the rest. The last um, one? Okay. Yeah, that gave like the quality assurance people some uh, deaths along the way. Yeah, I I like I like it because it, it does feel hardcore too. You know, when you're doing the adventures, I mean, very rarely do I finish everything in the first try. With this, you got to finish it in the first try. Like you have, yeah. you have no shot. You know, no no choice to do that. It's really cool. Um, well, anyways, you guys, just you know, when the expansion comes out, you'll have that available to you. Um, can't wait. I think it, there's going to be a lot of things. I mean, firesides. I think we'll have a good time with it. So. Um, can't really, can't wait actually until it gets out in the community. Let's talk about the cards. I know that's always a big thing, uh, obviously with uh, all, all of us, um, just players and particularly competitive players. So let's get into it. Uh, first off, Marin. So Marin the Fox was released earlier this week or yesterday. Was it yesterday? Uh, was it yeah, two days ago? Two days. Monday? Two days ago. Two days ago. Yeah, Monday. Yeah. Actually, it was on a Monday of all things. Actually, so, was it? I feel like it was two days. It ago. might have been yesterday. It might have been yesterday. Yes. I don't know. It was Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, it might have been super early yesterday. <laughs> I just think of it as two days. Well, Marin's out. Um, you know, this is the card that you know they advertise would be the you know just one of those pre-expansion cards that we could um, get a chance to experience and have a good time and kind of a precursor to it. What have you guys been able to play it a bunch? Any any cool things you guys have discovered from it? Anybody? Um. The draw three cards and they all cost zero, zero. <laughs> is really broken. Um, <laughs> I, I got this like crazy paladin turn off where I seeded for free and you know and I laid oh. so many creatures on the board. So yeah, I mean overall I don't think the card's like that strong, but if you can actually not lose too much tempo, but you know by mm -hmm. kind of dropping it and then actually killing the treasure chest, like. Yeah, I mean, if you get something, it's good. Um, but I, I've found that it's just, it's like, if you're thinking of replacing it for Lich King or something, like in Big Druid or in Warlock or something, like Lich King's still better. But um, at least that was my experience. But Yeah, Patra, you do anything cool with Marin so far? Yeah, I tried, a, I tried to play Marin the Fox for a little bit. It's... It's a lot of fun, especially mm -hmm. when you can um, put it out and actually get a treasure. But if you can't do that, then you're just like, I hate this card. <laughs> 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 Only when you get the treasure, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I think I could, I think some of the, like the OP decks are, I think you could throw, like take out one card. Let's, for example, Raza Priest. Maybe you can take out one card and put Marin the Fox. If you right. still want to win, mate, most likely <laughs> still win and have a little bit of fun. So I've even seen big a big druid play Marin the Fox. They pulled out one card and put Marin. So, so uh, Joe, have we seen any Marin the Fox decks like shooting up the ranks? 
in the, in the last two uh, years. A little early to tell on that, but <laughs> okay. I definitely right. don't think Marin the Fox is going to be too crazy. Um, <laughs> I haven't played it myself, but I saw Yong Woo retweet on Twitter uh, that someone on Reddit had filled their opponent's board with treasures, so then they couldn't attack because they have all these zero eight creatures oh, on their board. Man. They oh, kind wow. of won really? that way, so that's pretty creative. <laughs> oh, I didn't check brutal. out how they did it exactly, but I saw that, so that's pretty funny. Probably something wow. to do with rogues, right? And shadow yeah, casting. like shadow caster yeah, and shadow casting that. Marin. That's pretty brutal. <laughs> That's but yeah, awesome. definitely the definitely the main problem with the card is killing the zero eight. Like if you kill the kill the chest and get the thing, it's really good value. But there's a lot of decks where it's pretty hard to kill a zero eight. Like unless you're playing priest with like double pain, double yeah. horror, or mm -hmm. like warrior with like brawl, it's just it's yeah. too it takes too long to get the chest. Basically, I think. No question, the priest is the the class I chose to play the most types of decks because it's pretty rough killing that thing with uh, hunter or or even yeah, shaman too. Oh my god, it's really really hard to kill it. Um, I feel like they could have made. Go ahead. I was just gonna say I feel like they could have made the stat line like I don't know. It's pretty hard to get the chest off anyway, so maybe if it wasn't a six six. It'd be slightly better, but I guess they didn't want to make it too OP, so... Yeah, I, I saw a guy, um... Uh, some video of a guy die from, from the, uh... Uh, giving the guy a treasure chest because they were playing a Divine Spirit Priest type of thing. His opponent was playing that, huh. right? So, it, it can be at, at your, uh... At, at risk, too, if you're not, like, killing it on the turn that you're playing it. It's definitely pretty right. fun, yeah. For me, it feels a little bit like Elise. You know, just you can get mm -hmm. some added value at the end of a game, and it's kind of fun that way too. If you want to choose to play that route too, uh, but overall, I like the card. I think I think it's a great card to actually have for the public, and you know, a lot of people are probably gonna like really enjoying it. Um, okay, well, let, let's go through some of these other cards, and um, let's. Uh, I don't know. Just why don't we just kind of go through them instead of going through each one of them? Maybe talk about any of the ones that really stood out to you. Anybody, just jump in. Um, Dragon Soul. Uh, Dragon Soul. Dragon Soul. Dragon Soul. Okay, three Priest with a priest weapon. weapon. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's the big thing, right? That's one of the um, big announcements was that this expansion would have weapons for every single class. Like, well, there, I think there's yeah. going to be a, a legendary for every single class. And this is the first time this has ever happened, obviously, for a lot of the classes, or at least over half the classes. So, Dragon Soul, what do you like about it, man? So it's after you cast three spells in a turn, summon a 5-5 dragon. And obviously Priest has a lot of cheap spells, whether you're playing like a, a tempo-y, inner fire, silence yeah. type priest, or whether you're playing Raza Priest. You're going to have a, a lot of cheap spells. And with like Lyra and Radiant, Radiant Elemental to make them cheaper and create even more, I think this can generate a lot of value pretty quickly. And I think it could be pretty, pretty good. I like it a lot in Raza Priest, but I don't know. I don't think it suits a, a Dragon Priest because I don't think you play three spells uh, yeah. and it's on a single turn. Yeah, I, I don't know. I actually kind of disagree. I feel like with um, I've been playing the Inner Fire Divine Spirit Dragon Priest recently, and there are some early turns where I've got the Radiant Elemental and I'm just Power Word Shield, Shadow Visions, and you know, I don't know. I, I don't think it's that hard to get three spells off, but I guess it, we'll see. Yeah, you have yeah. to play it with the weapon, right? So yeah, yeah. right, yeah, yeah. It can't be, be like, like a, a standard dragon one. It would have to be 
I don't know. It, it, you don't have. You don't actually have to play a dragon priest. You know, even though it is a dragon. I mean, I, I would think you would be playing like a miracle priest, which was like, yeah, Whoa, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Really gonna play miracle priest? This is crazy, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's kind of a Lyra miracle mixture, is what I was in. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. OTK priest wouldn't be bad. Yeah, OTK priest would work too. Um, man, if you don't kill them, you've got like four or five five fives on the board just to make sure they die next turn. <laughs> That'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah. Um, but definitely an interesting card for priest. Uh, what What do you think, guys? Uh, what do you guys think about the mage one, the uh, Luneth? Um, we were talking about this a little bit earlier, but I I don't really see it having a place too much in uh, open the waygate decks or sorry quest mage because one of the issues with quest mage is that your hand is always so full. Like you run a couple of Kabbalist tomes to kind of get the quest completed and. A lot of the times you have combo pieces already sitting in your hand, so the draw is actually, you find yourself having way too many cards. So I I personally wouldn't put this in uh, quest mage, maybe just control mage potentially. Um, I don't know, it is six mana, so I'm not sure. What do you, what do you guys think? So it's quite expensive, yeah. Um, what, are, what do mages do usually on their... On their six, six mana curve. Um, the blizzard. Meteor. Yeah. Removal-ish, stall -ish Removal, kind of yeah. yeah. Kind of like an, yeah, it's an odd card to have in a, let's say, temple mage or a secret mage. Just, don't, I don't see this card fitting there, but yeah. A slow, fatigue sort of mage. Or combo. Like, is there any other combo mage that's not quest? <laughs> I mean, there was the like burn mage that plays like medieval, and I think that's probably the deck you'll be most likely to play because like with the draw, if you're drawing three cards every turn, you're gonna definitely lose in fatigue, right? Yeah. So you just wanna you just wanna kind of get all your burn as fast as you can, and then just throw everything to their face. I think that's probably the type of deck you wanna hmm. play this in. Okay. Yeah. Then it's also like, are you gonna play this or are you gonna play um, medieval, right? Yeah, oh yeah. The yeah, yeah. True. I wonder. I wonder if this is like a precursor to maybe some of the things that they're going to add. Maybe there will be a new OTK mage deck where drawing a card is going to be super good because I can't see it working outside of that scenario. It's just too expensive. Yeah, I mean, with tempo mage, I mean, a lot of the time you, you your hand runs out, right? Because you're like th you're just throwing fireball space, like you, if you're being super aggressive. So maybe um, it could work. Yeah, in a in a faster mage, but it is basically taking up the whole turn, and then it really depends if people are running a lot of oozes because you certainly don't want to take the six mana to to cast this if you're in a weapon removal meta, mm -hmm. which it very well might be. So I think we'll just have to see. Yeah, definitely have to see. I, I it would be. I think it would have been even more interesting if it was like two mana or, or three mana, and it was only draw one card. You know, like two mana draw one card. That would be good. That would be. That would be better than this. Yeah. yeah. That'd be insane. That'd be really. Yeah, that'd be really good. That'd be really, <laughs> I mean, really I think this good. one's good as well. I think this yeah. one's good as well. Yeah. So it's gonna be pretty interesting. Uh, another thing that they introduced uh, with this release is the concept of spell stones, and I believe they're all gonna get spell stones too. They showed the druid and the shaman one, and um, Joe, you were at the um, what's next one, right? So were you, were you at, were you at both, you saw both of those panels, right? Like the, yeah, I saw both the okay. panels. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what are your takes on the spell stones? Cause how it works is, um, it's a card that can upgrade and I know everybody's like thinking Jade or something. No, it's not like Jade. This is actually 
stuff that where you have to actually earn upgrades, not where you're just like automatically given upgrades. So when you uh, gain an armor or gain three armor, so what you have to have the, um, I believe you have to have the the de uh, Death Knight, right, or the, the um, Malfurion. Um, this card can transform into, uh, instead of deal 2 damage, deal 4 damage, and then it can upgrade again and deal 6 damage for 1 mana. Um, so what's your take on this? You, you like this kind of upgrading card? Um, kind of like an Inspire type of thing? Yeah, I think it's pretty interesting. It kind of um, is a different way to look at um, generating additional cards in your hand. Mm -hmm. um, so depending on the situation, you know, you might want it at the lower mana cost, or you might want to upgrade it um, to the better, the better option. So it gives you more flexibility. I think it makes it pretty interesting. Yeah, it at least allows like your one drop to scale if you're, um, you know, running Malfurion and things like that. Um, yeah, what y'all take? Uh, Ali, you have any um, thoughts on this one? It's diff. It's different. It's something new, right? So. Uh... Yeah, I, I, I'm very curious to see see how it turns out. Um, yeah, I like it a lot, actually. Um, like, the end effect is a very powerful... Like, one mana deal six damage is insane. Like, maybe mm -hmm. even, like, Maligos Druid would be, even be a thing again. I don't know. <laughs> oh, but, wow. Um, That's true. But That's totally true. It's like it, you're rewarded for kind of holding on to it, and you're ba it's basically just powering up while it's in your hand, but then you have to play a specific deck to actually make it work. Like, if you're playing an aggro druid, you can't play this card because you're not really gaining any armor, probably. Okay. Um, How do you upgrade, though? You have to gain three armor. So... Yeah. Oh. I, I mean, I think there are multiple ways to do it, but Malfurion's obviously the most um, likely way. But, yeah, yeah you have... Infestation, yeah, you could Nash. bite in hero power. You could... Nash! No, I mean, not, not bite. You could claw in hero power. Claw it, right? Yeah, claw yeah. would work, right? Yeah, claw Do we work, know if um, it all has to be in one turn? So if you like hero power, three separate turns. No, no, turns. it doesn't. It just it upgrades no. and sits in your hand. like so, mm -hmm. And then you can upgrade it again. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, I see... Oh, I thought about... Yeah, I see aggro druid being something, for sure, like, with this kind of thing. Um, you could either wait and like, do Malaga's kind of thing with Malfurion, or you could just go super aggro with this thing. <laughs> yeah. Which is, uh, so this is the Druid one. Let's see the, let's take a look at the Shaman one here. The Shaman one's a little bit different. Um, actually quite different, <laughs> given that it's a Shaman. Uh-oh, oh, there we go. So this one is a 7 mana. Summon one copy of a friendly minion. Overload 3 mana crystals to upgrade. So, so this one's a, a lot more costly, I think, to to um, upgrade it, but um, it, it basically summons copies of friendly minions, so there, there's a prerequisite to it, where the other one was just like, it doesn't matter, right, if you have a board or not. So a lot of people are like, oh man, four, four mana seven sevens, we're going to get like four of them, yeah, that's going to be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's expensive. I wonder if you could do some kind of OTK with this at some point, but... It's pretty expensive. I mean, you have to overload yourself to get the upgrades. So you have to play... But only throughout the entire game, though. It's, right? Um, I don't know. Is it overload three mana in a turn? Or no, I think, is... it's just, I think it's just overload three mana crystals, right? Like the other one would be just gaining yeah, armor? Yeah, it should be the same as the other one. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, so I don't think it'd be that hard to get, you know, overload three mana crystals, so... Yeah, it's play Elemental. Yeah, 
Yeah. Easy. True. <laughs> Easy done. <laughs> Easy done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, overall, I'm. I think this one's a little bit. Uh, or this one's not as impressive as the other one. Um, mm-hmm. It could still be. It could still be good in some. I don't know some type of overload uh, deck, but generally overload doesn't seem to work very well. Just historically, we haven't really seen an overload deck where it's like literally built to be an overload deck, um, be a top tier deck. Unless I'm wrong, Joe. Like, has has an overload deck actually been tier one, tier two? Mm. Um, I mean, not really. Not overload specifically, but like obviously yeah. Agro Shaman had some overload. Mm-hmm. Agro Shaman had a decent amount of overload, like Lava Burst, the 7 7. No. I mean, people used to run that little unload card. What? It's like a 3 2, I think. Oh, the Lava. The Lava. Um, or, yeah. The, the lava minion. Shock. Lava Shock and the, the minion was. Uh, oh, Eternal Sentinel. Eternal it's, Sentinel. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Streamer showdown question, dude. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, maybe there was, maybe there's something there. Maybe there's going to be even more overload cards, and maybe some, uh, I don't know, more, some cards that uh, uh, where you can remove the the overload. I don't think yeah. removing the overload would take away the upgrade, though. So that that could be a kind of yeah. cool combination you could do. Um, another a card that's kind of got a little bit of a randomness to it is the unidentified elixir. So this is we were we were just talking at least Joe and uh, I think Ali and we were talking about just give a minion plus two plus two gain bonus effect or maybe Pacha was asking about gains a bonus yeah. effect in your hand. Uh, so this one's interesting because when you put this card in your deck, you have no idea what this bonus effect is going to be, but when you draw it, it gives you one of these three elixirs. So you'll either get Death Rattle or turn this minion into your hand. Um, a life steal, divine shield, or summon one one copy of it. Uh, so, you know, they're they're pretty good. But given that you know you have to have a minion on the board to play this, it's like mm-hmm. the typical priest dilemma. <laughs> it's like how do I keep a minion on the board so I can actually get a lot of value right on on turn three, much less. You think this card's good? Yeah. Test it out. It's, it's, some of these cards are just you look at them and you're like, you just have to try them out and see how they work. Yeah. It's, the moment, like, they're pretty confusing. <laughs> right. I feel like this card is one where if it somehow ended up in your hand, like through a Lyra or just like you discovered it randomly, it'd be sweet. But I don't know if you'd actually run this in a deck, you know? Um, how much worse is I this think you- than. How much worse is this than Valen? It's chosen. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking about. I think it's slightly worse. Okay. I think Valen's But Valen's chosen was yeah. really, really good. It was really good. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, it's definitely I, th- I think the best thing about this card is like Radiant Elemental. Like if you like coin Radiant mm-hmm. Elemental turn one and then have this, maybe you even summon a, a one-one copy of Radi- Radiant Elemental. And then if you've got two and then your Shadow Vision is zero mana and your Shadow of Pain is zero mana and you can kind of, you can do some crazy okay. things like this. That's <laughs> true. That's good. Yeah, that's mm. that sounds pretty sick. <laughs> that sounds amazing, actually. But okay. it's I think it's only good in kind of very specific situations. Yeah, yeah. It's an interesting card, though. I, I think this is a, a really cool way to do you know random elements to it. Death rattle yeah, would turn you... this in your hand. Oh man. <laughs> would you play this in a like a miracle tempo priest? Probably, or potentially, miracle I guess. Tempo priest. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You would play it in that. I could see that. 
Another interesting card. Um, okay, so one of the more boring things that they added <laughs> was the new keyword, which is recruit a minion. Essentially, recruit guys means summon from your deck. So in, this, in the case of gather your party, recruit a minion, summon a minion from your deck. Um, would that mean that Barnes would Barnes description would be changed to recruit? Uh, they said they're not going to, no, but it is the no. same effect. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Because they're. Recruit's going to be this expansion only, so they're not going to change Barnes from a different expansion. Uh, Didn't they change Wicker Flame? Uh, but Lifesteal is going to carry over to other um, expansions, yeah. I guess, right? So this one they're saying that Recruit's only going to be on these cards. With Barnes, did they say anything about like Recruit? It's not a Recruit because it's actual 1-1 one, one version of it versus mm -hmm. like Recruit. Well, that's true. It doesn't actually actual pull copy. it. Yeah, it's the, the actual... Yeah. Um, does it pull the actual card, or just summons a copy of it? It pulls the actual card. I think I it pulls the yeah. Think recruit it pulls the minion. Card. Yeah. 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 So yeah, uh, recruiting's actually literally you know playing a card for you, which is amazing. That, that's kind of like a hunt. You know, we've seen this kind of thing with Hunter, uh, but getting a chance to see it being stretched to minions, which is more flexible than say like a secret. Um, th this is pretty powerful, but it, it's six mana though. That's a lot. Yeah, I, I don't think Big Warrior is going to be a thing. <laughs> man, Big Warrior. This is the old... It's good old days, man. Old big days. Warrior. <laughs> it's been a long time since Big Warrior's been anything. So once again, Warrior gets a, a card maybe that doesn't match up with the class, man. Feels bad. Uh, yeah, I'm sure they will release some good Warrior stuff, though, because Warrior's not in the best spot right now. Yeah, it's kind of... I'm really... I'm really interested to see what they're going to put in the uh, Warrior 2 slot now that Warx has been nerfed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, they definitely have to fill it with something. Right now, it's just like Bloodsteel Raider <laughs> and nothing <laughs> else. Or Dead Man's Hand, right? And not much else. So uh, they uh, hopefully they will fill it. All right, Crushing Walls. We got we got a couple Hunter cards, which uh, you know kind of hype for all the Hunters out there. Got a Secret, and we've got this uh, Removal card. So Destroy opponents left and right um one thing i say about this at least the highlight for me of this is the animation the animation is amazing i don't know if you guys have seen it or not i haven't seen it now it's like uh any patrick you've seen it at all or no um a little i think i remember it a little bit from blizzcon yeah yeah joe i know you saw it at the at the uh, what's next it's like the little walls like fall down on both sides of the cards with the teeth and it just goes <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a pretty cool animation. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Um, but as in a removal card, is this any good? You guys no. think this? Um, it's it's good for removing bone mare. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I don't know, like when you get spells that are just so expensive, like seven, six mana up, it's it's kind of like wouldn't you just rather play a a minion that's just big. Yeah, they're just playing Bone Mare. Oh, except for if it's called the Wild, but then that got nerfed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's good. Those were summoning three minions, so that's why it was good. Right. right. Hunter always gets, like, mismatched stuff. It's just kind of like what we were saying with Warrior. And so this, mm. take a look at this secret. So it's a two-mana wandering monster when an... I haven't really looked at this closely. When an enemy attacks your hero, summon a three-cost minion as the next... as the new target. Okay, so this is like Noble Sacrifice, but a three-costed minion instead of one-costed minion, basically? Yeah. Okay. Giant Wasp! 
coming at you. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's like, there's going to be some situations where this does insane things, like uh, like it's... Injured Blade Master and um, the Shaman 28 Taunt. Like, oh my god, really yeah. Yeah, oh that's god, so true. The 2-8 Taunt? That's just, wow. <laughs> that would be incredible to get that. Okay, yeah, so I mean, that like, this kind of makes the, uh, um, what's the Hunter card that, that will play Secrets, like... It's that new card that right? came out with this this expansion. Um, future side. Future side. Future side. Yeah. yeah, I feel like this helps future side quite a bit. Um, all right, mm, nothing too exciting. I like that secret. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I like it. it. I, I like the secret too. Hunter still needs more though. I think yeah. Rin is the most exciting card that they revealed. Which one? Uh, Rin. It's the one hidden there, missing slot next to Ooze. Oh. Oh, oh yeah, the card is crazy. This card is crazy. Yeah, oh yeah. The animation so for the the final thing is pretty cool. I mean, do, do oh yeah, I, I didn't see it. What does it do? It's basically a giant, like enormous <laughs> fireball <laughs> just shoots towards the deck and just explodes <laughs> the cards. Oh, that's right. Crazy. Oh, that is awesome. It's like a cannonball. It's so good. Uh, so do we actually think this is good though? This this whole Rin thing with the seals and everything. So who who here doesn't know what it is? Do you guys know what this is? I'm looking what? at it now, but okay. But you yeah. can explain it, yeah. I, yeah. I think the worst thing about this card, yeah. So basically, it's a six, six mana three six taunt with death rattle at the first seal to your hand, and then when you play the first seal, it adds the second to your hand, second seal to your hand, all the way up to the final seal, which is the fifth one. Um, and then it gives you a 10 mana, mana, 10 mana 10 10 that discards your opponent's deck. And I think the problem with this is that all of the seals cost 5 mana. The, yeah, and it's just... So you're spending 5 mana to just not really do much. Yeah. It's it's too expensive to summon a 2-2 for 5 mana. Like, uh, I just can't see this working, you know? This is, this is like retribution for... Jade Druid, except for they they gave it to Warlock. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. What's what's going on here? Yeah. So this is the first deck I'm gonna play the for sure. <laughs> yeah, right. It'll be so much fun. At least try it. I almost feel like it should. You know, destroying your opponent's deck. It, as cool and amazing as that sounds, that's not an auto win though. You know, like I almost feel like if you complete all these seals, you should just win the game. Yeah, you know what I mean? I mean. It's hard as hell to do this. Like by the time that you complete it, they've already gone through the majority of their deck. Right. You know? The concept's cool. The concept's kind of like four horsemen type of, you know, like there's an alternate objective that ends up giving you the winning objective. Wait. But, but it's not quite the winning objective. <laughs> what if blood? What if you could get there with blood bloom a little bit with some of these guys? Oh, oh that's a good point. Yeah. Oh, you know, that's a good like, point. Yeah, Bloodloom can get maybe. you Maybe. I think, if anything, it'll give uh, the streamers something fun to do. Yeah. <laughs> good point, Definitely. Joe. Good point. <laughs> yeah. Very interesting, though. I feel like there is, there's got to be some way to abuse this. It's going to be a race to see who can abuse this. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, this is mo one of the most different things that they added was, was this card, for sure. Um, but kind of getting back to the rest of them. Anything else kind of stand out to you guys? Destroy it from the... Uh, oh, this whole cube thing was was kind of cool. Um, the carnivorous cube. Destroy a friendly minion battle cry and then summon two copies of it when it death rattles. So you kind of have this like... 
sacrifice investment type of scenario if you want to you know go big so um you know maybe this would be great with death rattle minions right that sort of thing i think someone will definitely find a use for this guy it's got decent stats like five mana four six i'm sure there's some funky stuff that you could do with it yeah, yeah heck even like lepronome does like you know what six damage to you <laughs> if you if you can do it i wonder if there's some way to really abuse stuff like that um interesting though carnivorous cube <laughs> that that uh art is even pretty different than the stuff we've seen uh but yeah overall we've you know these are the three that we are these are the 14 cards that we saw and um I think they're going to start releasing them in the next. Uh, it was it was like two weeks when they from when they announced it. So roughly a week, a little over a week, and we'll start seeing some more cards. Um, you just announced, I think, in the normal fashion. But when do you guys predict the expansion will be? There, I saw something on Reddit today. People were speculating December seventh, but I don't know. You guys think around the early December? That's probably going to be it, or you think maybe even late November? Early December. December, right? Yeah, early December. Yeah, I think, December. December. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. think based on the HCT schedule, it's pretty much set in stone around there based on what we've seen already. Okay. That's cool. It, it makes sense. You know, people can buy stuff for um, Christmas. Now you can gift things, right? So, well, you can gift. Wait, you can, can we gift packs or no? Shoot. You can give loot boxes, but you can't give packs yet. Can we not give packs yet? Hmm. Oh, I've, I've seen some streamers giving so. out packs. Yeah, I believe you can. Yeah. You can't give packs. Okay, awesome. Yeah, I'll just make sure I got that right. <laughs> That's gonna be awesome. Great Christmas present for everybody. You can even buy, buy the pre, uh, the the pre-purchase too for somebody. That'd be kind of a great Christmas gift. All right, well, let's talk about the arena thing. They had a, a pretty big arena uh, presentation, which is kind of fun for everybody, which was um, they gave kind of like a discover situation or maybe like an arena draft where at the actual panel itself, they showed 27 cards, three at a time. And, you know, the audience basically voted for which card that they wanted, you know, for, for each of the picks. And those nine cards were are going to actually be added to arena only for a period of time. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what the uh, duration will be. Eventually, they will go away. But pretty cool that arena is getting its own uh, unique content, which is these nine cards, which we can take a look at here. Yeah, what did you guys think? Just the whole uh, presentation and everything. Joe, you actually went to it live, right? So how yeah. was that? I, I didn't actually get a chance to see it. It was, it was pretty exciting. They came out and kind of talked about each of the three cards first and kind of went with their their pick of which one they would choose, and then they let the crowd cheer for the one that they ended up picking. Wait, wait, um, wait. They totally, like, told the audience what they would choose, and then yeah. they let them choose? Okay. Yeah. Did it match up? Oh, yeah, yeah, as far as I could tell, it definitely matched up. Yeah. Oh, that's so, oh man. So I don't know how they would have they would have uh, rigged it, but it definitely seemed to be any of the twenty seven cards could have ended up in arena. Okay. Okay. Some of these are crazy. Yeah, let's talk <laughs> yeah. about some of these cards. All right, which one's the shaman one? Absolutely ridiculous. Okay, which one? She's a minion. Which one? Minion. Crackling Doom. <laughs> Overload 10? What are you going to do in it? Nothing. Next turn. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Zero mana, deal 12 damage to all minions, overload 10. 
Let, let's overkill every minion by, by five or more and then not have another turn. No, man. But it's well, it costs actually zero. Nothing. You, yeah, you cast it first, mm -hmm. right? And then yeah. you build an insane board, and then you just got to hope that your board that you built gets you there for, yeah. for the next one. It's pretty pretty darn good. <laughs> I mean, isn't it? It's an interesting design, that's for sure. It's you know, it's this is about the extreme you can get from from like you know getting pre value to you know from a, an overload <laughs> card. This is about as close as like to the to the best you can get by doing that. All right. So you would take this card every time, Shaggy. Yeah, uh, Allie? if Allie? if it was like a yeah. Yeah, I'll take this card every time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no way. There's no scenario where I would not take this card. <laughs> okay, that's cool. All right, what's another one that's just out, just out of this world? Let's see. Um, I, I like the polymorph one. That's fun. That sounds like a card yeah. one of our, our, our just audience members would mechator. Choose a minion to yeah. a new minion to transform it into. Like it, I like the uh, bottled madness one. I think it'd be fun. Like if you just had a bunch of like, like it's late game or something, and you had a bunch of weak like one cost minions in your hand. I, don't know, I feel like it'd be fun to. In arena, it could be sick. Yeah, you in arena, get, uh, yeah. Furion and oh man, I mean you could get um, Malganus and it could be disgusting, well, right? You can't get Malganus because it's not standard but you could get your raxis no but this and... is arena. this is a, a oh okay yeah yeah, yeah. Arena, arena, standard. arena standard now yeah that's true yeah um but it still would be i think yeah, really it cool. still would be pretty sick though yeah multiple giraffes would be pretty sweet uh what's the stealth smoke bombs give a minion stealth into your next turn that's brand yeah. i think that's really good it's and good, rogues are already yeah. good and draw a card yeah dead eye is funny it's like hunter with a a mage hero power <laughs> yeah deals two damage yeah kind of similar to um that card a while back I feel it's called oh that. um yeah i know what you're on your time about not, uh, you play a minion right first. yeah it's a minion so if it dies it Something goes away sniper, yeah yeah so we do yeah actually blazing longsword i think is great in arena too mm-hmm yeah, I think it's actually really good. Crazy. All three of the, the warrior options were all weapons, and they were all really, really good. And, I mean, I think warrior is kind of, like, renowned as the worst class in Arena. So I think it's good that they're printing powerful warrior cards for Arena. Mm -hmm. This is the new Fiery War Axe. <laughs> this, is, this is a Fire Win Axe, man. This is, like, yeah, this is, you're totally gonna... This is amazing. Uh, Hand of Salvation. This, so this is this is pretty interesting to play alongside, um, you know, the uh, the Kodo or, you know, normally it's just like, okay, we just want to kill something easy first, right? But this actually punishes you for the second one. So it really throws the, the opponent for a loop as to what to kill first <laughs> and second. Yeah, I actually yeah. really like this card. And I'd actually love to see this card in actually standard. I do because... too. The, the Paladin secrets are really easy to play around, yeah. whereas the yeah. Hunter secrets are, like, really hard to play around. And so I think if we could get the Paladin secrets on the same level as the Hunter one, it would make the game a lot more challenging. Yeah. Yeah, this one would confuse everyone. Everything I learned is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, man, just, like, throw Mysterious Challenger out there again and it just, like, really, no. really just, just, <laughs> really just screw with us. <laughs> it would be crazy. I like it, yeah. Yeah. I think Generous Spirit is another fun one, especially for those arena streamers out there for priests to do, you know, kind of 
crazy priest things, giving a minion to your opponent, drawing cards. Like, what kind of bad minion are you going to give them? <laughs> well, you know what could happen is they play Marin, and then you do this. <laughs> you give the loot box to you give the treasure box to your opponent, <laughs> and then you can get rid of oh. it that way. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah, but they'll ne they'd never play it though. <laughs> so it's it's, it's equivalent to silencing it, I guess. That's true though. That would be pretty. Give them a yeah. Or you can give them a minion and then just steal it back or something like that. I don't yeah. know. Well, this works. Yeah. Well, this works well with paladin <laughs> and, and shaman because you can just give them a, a hero power, which is like no big deal. The nature's champion is interesting too. This is like, man. Yeah, that was weird. This this would only works with a cheap minion. I think only makes the most sense with a cheap minion. But you know, in theory, you could take a one drop. Let's just say like I don't know an argent squire or something of the sort. And then, for I guess on turn four, and then just play it again, right? And you have a six. Plus five, plus five is pretty insane, actually. Yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. <clears throat> yeah, it's I can I can't decide if that one's good or not, but it's it's I, I think I think it could be I could it work it could work with maybe a a tokeny type of druid. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's good if you've like played a minion and then like trade it into a trade it into an enemy minion, and then it survives, and then you send it back. Yeah, and then you, you get really it. good value. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I think that's true. Okay. Well, anyways, these cards are pretty interesting. Um, it's, it's again some love for the arena is definitely um, much needed. So, really cool of them to do that. Um, anything else, guys, with Hearthstone like BlizzCon wise that we might have missed? Any kind of announcements that you guys saw along the way? that um, maybe some of the developers might have mentioned? I think that's it for me. I don't know about you guys. I basically just told them um, that I would like to see... Our, I, I would have liked to see our team have like special card backs during yeah. the event. And also in HGG, would have been nice to have team like country card backs mm -hmm. because Overwatch d did that for their skins. Oh so my like, with God. Sweden, so it's good. like blue and yellow versus yeah. Japan, white and red. It looked really nice. So I kind of want that for Hearthstone. Yeah. I think that would be, that, that would have been really cool actually. Yeah. yeah. If they'd done that. Yeah. I mean, enhancing wow. the global games, I think for sure <laughs> would be something great. I feel like they just, you know, went with something very, very basic this year and, it didn't actually get much attention, so you know. Hopefully, they'll put some work into it. Um, or also, oh yeah. you see, like in when you play MOBA games, like they put little flags or banners on the the map. Yeah, that's so yeah. cute. So they could have like a <laughs> on the map of Hearthstone, they could have like a little flag. <laughs> yeah, make a global games like background, right? Like that. That would totally make sense. That'd be kind of cool. Um, with the, uh, you know, Hearthstone this year had its own hall and its own, you know, just the tavern was all, like, all to itself. What did you guys think of that just overall? Because it was a little secluded. Um, I think you had to go upstairs and then come back down, right? Like, I don't think you could actually yeah. access it from the outside. So, yeah. um, overall, it, it was great that it had its own, like, dedicated hall. But um, did you think guys think that was a positive or, or was it a negative not being connected to everything else? Like, Joe, what do you think? Yeah, I personally felt it was kind of a negative. Like, obviously, it's nice that it kind of had its own area, but I felt like you were so secluded that if you wanted to kind of watch everything, you were kind of out of luck because it, it really was a far trek. And the problem, too, is it's literally the opposite of the main stage. So if you're trying to watch 
the big events on the main stage, like you're doing a lot of extra walking back and forth. Um, obviously, logistically, it gives them a problem, but I think maybe in the future, instead of having it dedicated to one thing, maybe they can dedicate it to some esports or panels or something so that it's all mixed in. So you're kind of, yeah. you're there for everything in one kind of category, um, but you're not just secluded to one game. So mix it up to, so it's not just one game, if it's possible. But I mean, it's it's going to be hard either way. Yeah, because if they didn't put Hearthstone there, where does Hearthstone go? I mean, <laughs> you know, like I didn't see any open spots like in the main hall anywhere. So I think it it probably just came down to space at that point. You know, they wanted to have the tavern and then all of the dungeon run demos and the you know massive stage. So it it probably just was a space issue. But yeah, it was a little unfortunate that it was so away from everything else because. Yeah, you'd have to. Like, I think you really need to be there. Want to be there for Hearthstone if you're going to stumble across. Like, I don't think you're going to go out of your way to stumble across it unless yeah. you're pretty into Hearthstone. So, and to get more people into Hearthstone, it'd be nice if it was a little bit more con convenient. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much my take on it. Yeah, I, I think you guys would have like for the invitation would have gotten more walk by traffic, especially with just how fun you guys were. You know, like the kind of fun elements to what you guys were doing and. Um, you know, even just the lighting and stuff, it, it would just it would have attracted more people. I think walking by versus um, you know being secluded. The the Dark Moon Fair, just what they did with the you know where the epic stage was, where I was, and the Dark Moon Fair and the legendary stage. I felt like that was fine being a little bit secluded upstairs. Like that was completely like not a big deal. But Hearthstone should be featured way more than it was, in, in my opinion. So I don't know if they rearranged things or not, but. I, I would suggest rearranging things. Um, maybe because the championships weren't on the stage. I mean, you, you guys think that might have played a role too, or, or at all? Like just the fact that HTT wasn't there. I think they probably still would have put it there, even yeah, if so. HTT. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Do they do they normally have BlizzCon in that venue? Yeah, Anaheim, that's the same one. Yeah. Like, that's like they always have it there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And where is Hearthstone normally? Uh, normally it would have been where the, the uh, StarCraft stage was. That, oh, that the entire space would have been Hearthstone. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah, that's pretty much where it's always been. It's, it's only this year that they moved it. Uh, because, um, I don't know why, because last year Overwatch was not in the arena, StarCraft was in the arena, in the arena so there's really no difference as to how it was spaced. But something took more room this year. Maybe, maybe Heroes and, and World of Warcraft shared a stage in the previous years, Joe? You might... Correct me if I'm wrong. But, yeah, well, that yeah. that new area is brand new. It wasn't done last year, yeah. so it's basically it's basically a separate building from the thing. They just added that bridge on the second level, so you could actually walk to it without going outside. But it was basically, I think, where a parking structure was before. Yeah, right, right. No, definitely it's brand new. It's just I'm trying to remember how everything was fitted before because it, it, it's not like we have a new title this year or anything. Um, but, yeah, I, moving forward, I don't know if they're going to change it or not. Like, I feel like this layout might be what it's going to be for, for a bit of time. Um, but, you know, you just have to... They just have to make it more, I think, obvious where everything was. People, I, I, it probably took a, a little bit of time for people on the first day to find it. It took me a little bit of time. I was just like, 
where is this exactly? Like, why can't I? Like, I'm running into the window. It's like, where am I supposed to go here? Like, I need to go. Oh, I need to go upstairs first. Um, but Maybe people get used to it. Yeah. You know, like, the hours don't climb anywhere. I know, there was no higher stone right? Yeah. I remember seeing, like, Overwatch Arena this way. I never saw a hearthstone this way. Yeah, that was the one. And you had to go though, down right? an escalator, right? Yeah. yeah. I think they had signs like once you were already at the far escalator, but there were no signs like leading you to that far escalator. Yeah. Um, hopefully this isn't a trend. I, you know, I, Hearthstone was definitely way more featured before. I feel like, and hopefully they'll they'll you know make a change next year to to make it more obvious where everything was. Um, but. Anything else with BlizzCon? Like, did you guys get a chance to see anything else? I know you guys were busy with the Invitational, but did you make it to the Overwatch Arena or anything like that? Yeah. I mean, yes. the Overwatch Arena was insane. Like, all those people cheering on, it was one of the coolest, like, things for any sports that I think I've ever seen. It's just, like, that kind of enthusiasm. Like, I've never really been in an arena filled for a video game. Um, and... <laughs> You know, watching all of the people go crazy during the USA South Korea match was just the energy was incredible. So that was definitely a highlight for me, just being being there, seeing that. Definitely, I would rather watch it in the Overwatch arena than oh yeah online. It was just the energy, definitely. But what I did like a lot also is that we had pro passes, so we yeah. could we didn't have to wait in the line. Nice, nice. Arena, I just went straight to the back. And they were just like, oh, yeah, you're a pro player. And and I got <laughs> to see all the Overwatch players. I didn't bug them, though, but... Oh, I in the back? Oh, you mean in the green room? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know where you were. I, I, I was back it's there. It's pretty cool. Too. Yeah. Those so I guys. took a shortcut to go to the arena, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just where the tables are and everything. Yeah. That's that's cool. I mean, at least you don't have to wait in the line. I mean, even just that by itself, I think, would have been, like, amazing. Mm -hmm. But... Yeah, the Overwatch, uh, Joe and Jackie, you guys make it in there too, or no? Yeah, I saw the arena. It's pretty insane. I really like what they did with it, so that's pretty exciting. Yeah, those of you that weren't there, um, the arena was different this year because it was a full bowl. Like, it, it wasn't, like, kind of partitioned like it was with StarCraft with the big stage, and and um, so it was like a half circle in the past. It, it was actually like a full circle this time, which was pretty nice. I think you got more people in there because of it too. Um, it was but yeah. just so clean looking, right? It was all yeah. white and there was clouds mm -hmm. and the, the music of Overwatch. You just felt like a hero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I totally agree. And and getting to your point, Ali, like I felt like it was like 2011 again. Like I felt like I was watching WCS again. You know, watching I don't know what it was at the time. It's like I remember maybe it was like 2013 or 14 where J Dong was like in the semis and you know like we were. Everybody's like rooting like crazy because we didn't have any foreigners in WCS. <laughs> so, uh, but this is like watching, you know, just trying the foreigners trying to beat Koreans at StarCraft II events. Um, <laughs> it, that's what it felt like. And that's like probably some of the best eSport uh, events or experiences I've had just to date. And that's what it felt like. I was sitting next to Fish Sticks and we were just like screaming whenever, you know, like they, they won the first first game and i lost a hundred bucks because i actually bet on us i actually felt oh you did yeah I oh, felt like, man. You bet, I, bet against I bet three South people Korea. i bet three people that US <laughs> was gonna win yeah because everybody everybody was like that but like what i was hearing from the guys and what i was hearing from everybody else is that um you know like they had a good shot and they did they actually had a shot to 3-0 them oh yeah they did they did yeah. great i mean like for the most part so it was close 
God, if they would have beaten them, this would probably be the most epic thing ever. Um, yeah. <laughs> but they got over 300,000 people watching, so it, it was it was a huge success for Overwatch. I mean, crazy, crazy success. Honestly, it's just, I think, got everyone hyped for the league, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm really excited to watch uh, the upcoming league. Do we have a start date on that, actually? They showed the first week, which uh, the schedule for the first week, which is January no- uh, 10th. But uh, there's preseason, though, in December. So we'll get a chance okay. to see some of those. But the colors look cool. Like, Patra, you were talking about it, right? Or um, was it Ali? One of you guys were, were talking about just the different colors. Like, the home team has white. Or yeah. the away team has white. And the home team has those vivid colors. That looks so cool, man. <laughs> really cool. Yeah. I wonder if there's any way that, like, the Overwatch League could bleed into Hearthstone at all. That would be really cool. I just don't know if there is a way. <laughs> you think of any way, Joe, of like cross promoting the two? I'm not sure. What do you mean, like bleed into them? Oh, no, I mean like the success of Overwatch, like the or just any of like the the IPs, right? Having like being able to feed into Hearthstone in some way, or maybe even competitive Hearthstone. Is it too different? Yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah, they're pretty different. It'd be challenging, definitely. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure how you would even really, yeah. But Hearthstone's making a few changes mm-hmm. um, next year, so I'm excited to see what sort of changes they have for the competitive players. Yeah, I think they were saying um, next year you will actually know exactly how many HCT points you need. It's never like the players are going to guess anymore. Yeah, that's good. Because they were always just like, that's I think it's 17. I don't know. I'm going to get this much to be safe. Yeah. But now they know. They're going to know. Yeah. Yeah, that- to give a the Blizzard esports team credit. They do improve the HCT each year. So mm-hmm. hopefully 2018's the year that they really get those pretty significant uh, improvements in there. Build up the global games, man. I think the global games has the most potential to actually, you know, be an exciting event. You know, it's something even, I don't know, it's kind of similar to the World Cup, right? It's just you, you need to... And it can't be that long. Like, it was crazy, ridiculously long. Jackie, you played in it. It was... Actually, Patrick, you played in it, too. Like Yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a lot of fun. Long. I de- like, definitely enjoyed it. But um, I think if your team was in it through the whole thing, it's easy to you know, stay involved and keep following your team. But as soon as your team gets knocked out, it can you can kind of lose interest, I think. Yeah. So what phase were you up to, Jackie? Oh, we got wrecked. We got... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, just the of Hearthstone has been pretty cool. I think they're just really doing the team team event stuff right now. Yeah. Seems to be the popular thing right now, or at least the format. Hopefully that continues. Um, but okay, well, I mean, I, I don't know if we have anything else left, you know, BlizzCon-wise. I mean, I, I just feel like BlizzCon was a huge success this year, um, just, just generally, even for Blizzard. And, um, you know, it's always like a, a very good end of the year type of event. At least for me, it's the end of the, the last event for, for me normally. Definitely great. Um, but right now, guys, we want to take a little bit of time, just like we always do, you know, just thank some of our uh, patrons who support the show. If you want to uh, help us continue doing this show and support it, go to patreon.com slash value town and uh, send a pledge our way, you know, even like a quarter, a dollar, whatever. I mean, that definitely helps out with us uh, being able to continue doing this. And we want to give a shout out to some of the folks that have been, you know, supporting us for a long time. Our legendary producers, Mike T, Rami S, others, Albert, 
uh, Bryce L, Engine S, Brandon P, Raydan, Bob K, Vincent G, Code, Chemist, Howard P, Farron F, and Hutton J. Thanks so much, guys. You are amazing and awesome, and we would not be able to do this without you. Um, wanted to, uh, you know, since we have Joe on, on here, and we haven't, I, we've never had Vicious Syndicate nor anybody from you, um, the company on the show. I uh, just wanted to get an update from you. And I think all of us use Vicious Syndicate and, and get a, a really good look at what the meta is every single, you know, week and, and month. But uh, want to see what's anything new coming? Any, anything you can share with us, maybe? Yeah, uh, thanks for that. You know, we always love uh, hearing feedback, positive and negative, of people who really like our reports. Um, there's definitely a lot of work behind the scenes with um, the data and stats. So, you know, of course, thanks to all the team. You know, I don't do any of the hard work. That's all, you know, uh, Ohad, uh, his brother, uh, Phenom. You know, they're the, mm -hmm. the top three that really do the hard behind the scenes work. Um, but yeah, obviously we have a new report coming out tomorrow. It'll be volume 69. Oh, Woo! Hi, so, uh, uh, that comes out tomorrow. <laughs> you guys know how to market, uh, man. It's great. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, some our new app that we launched to kind of replace the Data Reaper Live kind of Google Sheet that we had is the VS Live app. Um, that's free for everyone to use. That can help you keep up with the live meta throughout the week um, that uses Hearthstone Deck Tracker and Tracobot. So, you know, cool. depending on that's what you use, awesome. you can still contribute. Yeah, um, so that's, that's really awesome. cool. Um, and we have a couple other things that we're not really ready to talk about, but we're definitely bringing more features and more information um, to the community. Yeah. So look out for that. We're definitely working and taking back feedback and suggestions from people um, to just deliver more. You know, our, our, our main goal as an organization is to elevate the community's knowledge using data and mm -hmm. statistics. So that's really what we're all about. No, I'm, I'm super excited about just seeing what you just said there with the live track because the live tracking kind of thing, because um, just correct me if I'm wrong, Joe, like literally at any point in time, we can just go to this you know, live tracker and it shows us exactly what the trends are, right? Like what's what's what the top deck is and all that stuff. Yep, absolutely. It, awesome. it, um, you know, it, it updates at a, at a level which we're not completely set on. I think it's two hours, every two hours it updates. It's good, it's still pretty um, good. Which, you know, there's obviously some um, uh, server related um, bottlenecks oh, there. Yes, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and and we, yeah. we clean the data through and, you know, kind of run it through our algorithm for, you know, the um, classification. So there's some delay on that. Mm -hmm. um, right. But yeah, it's definitely up to date. You know, if you're coming on like today right now, our last report was six days ago. So, you know, um, keeping up to date yeah. with more accurate data is very helpful. Yeah, I've, I've, uh, I've actually got a tournament coming up next week and I was using your site this morning. It was very useful. Hey. <laughs> so keep all the good work. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And uh, you guys can feel free to reach out to us directly. We're always happy to help people individually with special projects and kind of more in detail work than what we have publicly, so. Cool. Nice. Mm -hmm. I didn't actually know that. I didn't know you did. You guys. Yeah. Like so anyone listening, basically. you know, hey, yeah, Hit us reach up. out to us. We're yeah. happy to talk. Need an analyst. Here we go. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> awesome too. 
All right. Well, exciting to see that. And, um, you know, one of the things I was talking to Joe about just a little bit more, just transparency is like, we wanted to do, we want to do some regular kind of vicious syndicate segments on value talent. So, um, you know, be on the lookout for that. It's going to be, you know, some Joe will probably pop up sometime. Ohad might pop up, you know, from time to time. So, um, excited to be able to bring that to kind of the value town audience too. Um, Let's see. We've got the host challenge that we did. So it, it feels like forever since we actually, you know, talked about host challenge since we've been gone for a little bit. But um, if you guys remember, the last host challenge we had was who can build the biggest silver hand recruit. And uh, what did you guys think? Whenever we threw that challenge out, what do you think the biggest silver hand recruit was that somebody could build? Gosh. 69, 69. <laughs> Good answer, Jackie. Good answer. <laughs> Well, uh, the answer has been proven here. Raydan pulls wow. out the the double eights on, or actually the quadruple eights, which is really lucky actually in in Chinese uh, culture. But uh, wow. that's, cool. that's pretty amazing. The eighty eight, eighty eight. Patra, have wow. you ever seen that big of a silver hand recruit? No. And you said Raynad did this? No, 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 Ray Dan. Ray Dan <laughs> oh. did it. Ray Dan's doing our host challenge. That will be a freaking day, dude. <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty funny. Yeah. He's a busy man, but he finds time for the value town. <laughs> I got a lot of love for that guy, dude. Um, how do we even get to 8888? I, I have even, no idea. I don't even know, man. I don't know. Is that the dino It's a priest, right? Well, it's a priest, right? So they did. Oh, it is. Oh, he stole a silver hand recruit. Got it. Ah. So he steals well, it we... from the paladin who already made it really big, I suppose. Maybe. No, he created he it from the 3-3, three, three, right? Oh. Oh, does the 3-3 three, three create a silver hand recruit? Yeah, the 3-3 three, three creates a 1-1 one, one silver hand recruit when you use your hero power. Okay, that makes sense. He still has to smart. buff the hell out of it, though. You still have to get it to 40. Well, I guess you could double buff it, right? So you can double divine it. So 88 takes you, what, 22. 44, yeah. and then... Okay, okay, I can see that. That's still pretty amazing. Because you're not allowed, by the way, guys, in these challenges, you're not allowed to play yourself. Like, it's not a custom game. It's like, you actually have to do this against a real person. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, so the fact that he did that, that's pretty... It's not disguised versus toast kind of thing, you know, like... <laughs> what if he was playing against his friend? <laughs> Patra, you're like you're like destroying this, like completely destroying this, like rigged, rigged. Just let him have it. Yeah, just let him have it. No, it's it's cool. Regardless, you can do it with your friends. Yeah, it's fine. Um, <laughs> but all right, new host challenge. Do we have any ideas this week? Anything? Any any something with Marin maybe? Oh, okay, yeah. something with Marin. Um, we could do the fill the whole chest? thing, right? Fill the whole. Fill thing. your hand with yogs. <laughs> oh, I filled the hand with yogs. Oh, yeah. I mean, how, how that's that, not, how that's that not bad. Oh, but but so know. the one thing that's really nice about the challenge is when they can one up each other. Sometimes oh, we can do either one. All right, fill your hand with yogs. I like it. Let's go with that. It's just we, it's possible, right? How, one of those, how do we do that? One of those treasure boxes is fill your hand. Draw with, a card, fill your hand with and, copies of it. Draw yeah. three cards, reduce their cost to zero, or yeah. discover a legendary minion, summon two copies of it. Sorry, I thought it was like ran. I thought the taunt um, gave you random legendaries, like Golden Monkey. I mean, I mean, yeah, it does. Okay, so 
Just fill your hand with the Augs. That's a challenge. Okay. All right. Got it. <laughs> right. It, it's it is that it's possible, right? I <laughs> just want to double check. It is definitely. I mean, possible. you can get nine. No, it must be possible. If you play it, don't you fill it up with? Um, yeah, you, you have to have like no cards in your hand except the three mana spell, and then you draw it, and then yeah. Yeah, yeah you could totally. It has to be your last card. The goblet has to be your last card. Okay. Okay. Oh, there we go. This is a hard one. If you guys do it, like, <laughs> if, if you guys literally send me a screenshot tonight, I will be super impressed because this is what normally happens, man. Somebody sends it to me literally on the night after we do the show, and it's like, damn, you guys are good. It's like crazy good. Um, Let's see. Do we have any questions this week? Let me see. We might have like maybe one or two questions that I, I forgot to put in the notes here. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, so we've got Ahmed N. He has, are you concerned about weapon remo removal for new shiny legendary weapons? And will they be become a must run to beat certain decks like mage weapon if not destroyed? Or, or is it really powerful in tempo decks? So, yeah, weapon removal generally. What do you guys think? Is this going to be like BGH, you know, two years ago, where it's like, or three years ago, wherever it is, where we literally played BGH in every single deck, regardless? I mean, it just depends. Like, people, there already are a decent amount of decks that play Medivh in the meta right now. So, all, having weapon removal in addition to all the new weapons that will come out will probably be pretty good. I mean, it just depends, you know, if people are going to play these new cards. But, yeah, I would say... We'll probably see a decent amount of weapon removal. I feel like when the, all the cards are released and everyone gets to actually play it, there will be everybody will be trying the weapons. So get your Harrison. Out. Yeah, get your Harrison. Out. Get your museum emptied out and ready. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, yeah. it's gonna. It, I, I think yeah. it's. Um, you, you one thing I was thinking about too, and I was. I forgot if I was talking to Trump or, or um. Yeah, I think it was Trump I was sitting next to. I was like, you know, I wonder with all these new weapons, if we end up playing them, if this will be a little bit, um, give the classes with weapons a little bit of an advantage, like the ones that already have weapons. Because, you know, if everybody does play ooze, then, you know, you'll, you'll have choices to ooze. Where it's like, you know, if you're the priest, I mean, there's only one choice, unless you play Medivh or something like that. Um, you, you think there's any chance that people play multiple ooze? <laughs> Like, do you think we'll ever be in a meta if there's potential for a meta that we play two oozes? Potentially, yeah. Totally depends. God, that would be terrible, yeah. man. Like, I would hate <laughs> something like that. I mean, that, people play two Galaka Crawlers. It's not that much different, right? Yeah, but that's not good. Like, nobody's... It's like, <laughs> you know, it's like... I'm, I'm pretty sure that a couple metas ago, or maybe one meta ago, uh, people played both gluttonous ooze and acidic swamp ooze when pirate warrior was running rampant it was in like oh, a wow. kazakus priest mm -hmm. and i know it wasn't like the raza priest that we have now but i think it was kibler's list and i'm pretty sure he had double ooze just because pirate warrior you know weapon removal is always going to be useful so yeah i mean like there has been a time where double weapon removal was a thing so mm -hmm. yeah i think everyone's fascinated with ooze but the Legendary weapons don't really have attack, so you may find it's not even worth it to break them. They don't, but it, it's really the effect that gives them all the value, though, right? So, yeah, I mean, if you don't kill it, it's the three cards every single turn, you know, or whatever it is. It, it, I think it's, if anything, I, I feel like it might even be more like important to to remove some of those. Um, and I mean, every I think class gets one. So, yeah, how many of the classes actually will have attack then compared to the other ones who don't? I just assumed that none of them would, but maybe there will be some that have attack. 
I think no, they mentioned none sense. of them did. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, really? Okay. I thought yeah. they made priests not have attack because priests aren't supposed to have weapons, and then like mage doesn't <laughs> normally have a weapon, so there's no attack. But for the classes that actually do normally have weapons, I would think that they would have some sort of attack. Maybe. Huh. That would be I'm not sure. Disgusting. <laughs> like, can you imagine yeah. if you had like a true, like a true silver that actually gave you shit too? That every uh, single turn, that's crazy good. I mean, yeah, I think balance it maybe. Yeah, they do that. yeah. I mean, they would have to be like one. Maybe it's like a, a gore howl or something. It only has one durability, so you either have to keep it or you swing it. That's still better than these these uh, versions. We'll have to see. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think one thing about the weapons is that maybe the best way of taking advantage of people playing them is literally just playing an aggressive deck because, like, they're a complete loss in tempo. Like, the priest one, it's basically three mana, do nothing. Yeah. Uh, the mage one is six mana, do nothing on the yeah. board anyway. So, it, it, probably just playing an aggressive deck would be the best way to beat those decks. Hmm. Okay. All right, well, uh, that's the only question we've got today, guys. So, um, yeah, I think we're going to wrap up. It's been a fun episode of just talking about BlizzCon. only happens once a year, so we definitely need to take a lot of time and, and get a chance to cover everything. But, uh, uh, Patrick, thanks for uh, joining us today. And, Joe, obviously you too. Thank you for um, having me. Yeah, we want to do Next me. time, Patrick, we'll have you on camera. we we got to figure it out. I, I need a... <laughs> I need an overlay with five people on it. Like, you know, I got to I got to wake up straight out of bed and be on this, and I didn't have to get ready, so that I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Probably definitely a misplay having my face up here instead of Patrick. So. <laughs> what, what are you talking about, dude? It's okay. oh, God. oh man, but yeah, thanks for being on, Patrick. You want to do any shoutouts before we take off? Um, just uh, thanks, guys, for tuning in. Um, if you enjoyed it, um, or if you don't know about me, I'm Patra, twitch.tv slash Patra. That's how you can find me. But yeah, thanks a lot for having me, Chan Man. Uh, sorry about my dog barking in the <laughs> somewhere. In oh, the was that your dog? I couldn't tell who Saga was. Dogs don't worry, it's a plus. Too. It's always yeah. a plus, so it's all good. <laughs> and definitely go check out BlizzCon if you haven't. It's a must. Yeah. yeah, if you got the virtual ticket, yeah, go and go and check out like all the vods if you missed any of it for sure. Uh, Joe, how about you, man? Shoutouts. Yeah, thanks to everyone for tuning in. Uh, anyone who follows VS, you know, we love feedback. Please, please, please give us all the feedback, positive and negative. We love to hear all of it. And uh, special thanks to the VS team who really do all the work to make it happen each week for you guys. So yeah, thank you. Awesome, Allie. Uh, shout out to Jackie's and my team, F2K. We love you guys. Um, shout out to the chat. You guys are great. Um, I don't know. I'm drawing a blank today. Oh, and our patrons. Yeah, thank you very much to our patrons um, for allowing us to do what we do. So thank you very much. That's all for me. Peace. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think uh, you guys have kind of covered all the bases. <laughs> but yeah, thanks what to my, my co-hosts for a uh, great show, Fade to Karma, chat, and um, that's all from me.
Yeah. <laughs> all right. Going to wrap things up. Thanks every. Thanks to all you guys for doing the show with me today. It was definitely amazing. Thanks for everybody that was watching. Again, you guys can find uh, Value Town on all the various channels. So audios are iTunes, uh, Google Play, SoundCloud.com slash V. So you can anything, any of those instances that you want to need to find Value Town, you can do that if you're working out or on the way to, to work. So uh, just look up Hearthstone or Value Town. You'll find us. Leave us a review if you think, uh, or if you think the show's good and you like it. It helps us out in terms of people finding Value Town and all the rankings and everything. Um, also, you can find the VODs for the show on youtube.com slash You can follow the show at ValueTownGG. And all of our Twitters are on there. Patra's is um, at, is it just at Patra? I forget. Yeah, my yeah. first name. Yeah, at P-A-T-H-R-A, guys. Uh, but that's going to be it, guys, for Value Town this week. So for Patra, look, it's Joe, Ali Straza, Jackie Chan, and myself, Jam MV. We'll see you next week. Bye, guys. See you, guys. Long day, but we won't back down. One thing playing on our minds. Long wait, but we won't give up now.